Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the NFL Week 13. Not a great week for us last week for the for the team and I for the fellow degenerates and I we didn't we didn't we didn't pull through but we did you know fall through on the promise we did lose money and so here are my thoughts going out of week twelve how can we learn how can we be getting better well the first one and most important one is Philadelphia is dead to me Jalen Hurts is dead to me the Eagles are dead to me we bought into all that hype and going like oh you know what they could actually be giving a run to the NFC East to the Cowboys no I don't know why. Why in the world did we think that? They lost to the Giants last week. I had them. Charlie Chalk had them. I was cursed to watch that game, and they were just bad. They were bad. They tried to give away the game so many times, and even at the end, even at the end, after four picks with Jalen Hurts, they marched down the field. He has a pass in the end zone. It hits his receiver in the hands to win the game, and he drops it. They deserve that. They deserve it six times over. They did not deserve to win that game, and I'm actually kind of glad, even though we did lose money, ding, ding, I'm glad that the train came to an end because if they had won, then you're like, hmm, one bad game, but they still pulled it out because they're a bunch of winners. You would have still, you know, kept that going a little bit. They're dead. They're done. I can't wait to not involve them in any bets going forward. So there you go. Philadelphia is dead to me. Second thing is, is Miami good? Is Miami good? The biggest sign that, that like, I understand Carolina played terribly and Cam Newton had maybe one of the worst quarterback lines in modern NFL history. It's hard to get much worse than that. Nathan Peterman aside. But the biggest part that was kind of interesting is Carolina had been winning games based on their defense. Their defense was playing well, and Miami put up 30-plus points. They looked efficient. They moved the ball down the field. I'm not going to make everyone apologize about Tua. Maybe I'll talk to my guests about that because they were both Tua haters. But, like, they are working right now. Brian Flores is blitzing the hell out of the ball right now. So I think we're going to be talking about the Miami Dolphins a few times coming up in this episode. So I'm going to save that for then. But Miami, are they good? The Chargers scare the hell out of me. The Chargers are kind of the opposite of Miami in a lot of ways. There's talent all over the place. They have talented players. They have Darwin James. They have Joey Bosa. They have, you know, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. And of course, they have Justin Herbert. And they have a young coach that everyone loves and wants to anoint. It's kind of a little bit of a Kyle Shanahan thing where he's so smart and so good with the analytics and so good with some stuff on tape that the guys go, oh my God, look how good he talented he is. And then you have to go like, yeah, but what's his record? Kyle Shanahan all over again. Yeah, he plays all this incredible offensive football. Yeah, that's really awesome. And he's made a Super Bowl, and that's really great. But outside of that, he has losing seasons all over the place. Is he a good coach? Yes, yes, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to get too far. Of course he's a good coach. But is he? Chargers scare the hell out of me. Until they have a get-right game, until they have the ones where you're like, oh, okay. that They're very good, obviously. I'm going to stay a hell away from them. The other strategy, too, is we actually personally had a good weekend on the podcast I didn't because on the podcast, we you know we record things on Wednesday or Thursday. It comes out on Friday morning. A lot can happen between that and Sunday. And by the time you lock things in on Sunday, especially when it comes to live betting, that could really change your day. So, like, I would recommend, by the way, follow us at LosingMyWAB because usually we'd be tweeting out or, you know, making posts on Instagram when we are live betting things, when we are kind of seeing things move. And one of the strategies I talk about all the time is live betting against the Colts. The Colts have a real way of choking away games. They've done it against Tennessee. They've done it against Baltimore. And then they did it against Tampa Bay last weekend. Panzeri Prince had the Indianapolis Colts, and that's too bad because he should have won. He should have won. But 
He didn't, and I did because I was live betting against them the whole time. When that when Tampa Bay went down big, you're like, okay, wait a second. They possibly you're getting eight points all of a sudden for Tampa Bay against the Colts. You got to be taking this. And then the other one is the the opposite is true too. The Bucks go down in a lot of games, and Tampa Bay is really good at stopping the run. So other teams can't run the clock, and they can't keep the ball going. Tampa Bay obviously has Tom Brady who comes back in a lot of games and they can now all of a sudden make their presence known in these games. So it was kind of a perfect storm last week. Live bet against the Colts, live bet for the Buccaneers. It happened in the same game, but I would keep that forward, keep that an idea going forward. And then lastly, going into this week, Buffalo, New England is probably the biggest game of the week. It's also just one of the biggest tests. The AFC is very topsy-turvy right now. There is no dominant team. It's probably Kansas City if we're not kidding ourselves. But this one is going to be the one we're going, is New England's momentum granted? Is Buffalo's worries fair? We're going to find out very quickly because if Buffalo kicks crap into New England, that's going to shut that up pretty quickly. And then we start talking and going, okay, it's Buffalo and KC and then we'll figure out the rest. Maybe Baltimore. And if New England wins, you know, big especially, but, you know, even if tight, you're like, okay, now the AFC East really could be a New England uh, New England play. And if you had that bet sitting there already, that's pretty good. But this will be the test of who is that team in the AFC that can ascend and be in that top two and three going to be a really good one and I think we're going to talk about that one as well so let's not waste any more time let's get to our guests let's get to the Panzer Prince let's get to Charlie Jock right after the break coming up first is the Panzer Prince looking to get back to his winning ways Panzer Prince how you doing yeah yeah I can't even find myself right now Andrew I'm so far in my losing ways I, I don't mm. even Oh, well, you know what? The best part is just getting back on the horse, going right back at it again, trying to lose some money more. And we got, you know, it's an interesting week coming up. Like there's a lot of low spreads, a lot of under threes, three and threes, three and a halves. Uh, So it should be, there's some ways if you got some edges on games that you can make some money. So where are we going to go first with your safe, with your mozzarella pick of the week? Yeah, week 13, lucky number 13 for Italians everywhere. So I'm feeling good about it. And I'm going to keep both my picks in the primetime universe. So with the Mots, I'm going Sunday night football and taking those Kansas City Chiefs at home minus 10 against the Denver Broncos. And I understand that a minus 10 in a division game is not a good look, not a good idea. But I watched the Denver Broncos play last week, and I don't know how they're going to score on the Kansas City Chiefs defense that is rejuvenated and ready to rock. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the number one seed going into the playoffs. Instead of before I say it again. There we are. Okay. Okay. Doesn't it scare you the KC covering thing that they just don't cover games like they make it a habit? For sure. I mean, yeah, it, it hasn't been the KC that we've we've expected all right. year long, but I just do think that they are starting to click. And the fact that the defense is really starting to win them some games is a scary thought to think about because we just know what the offense can do. Yeah. And, I mean, that Denver Broncos team did not look good at all. No, they at really all. didn't. No, they didn't. But, you know, like, well, wait a second. Last week, they still won. They still they, won. I was gonna say, but they still beat you know what people think is a good team. I understand that, but I, I mean, like, look at if you if you watch the offense play, if you watch Teddy Bridgewater play, it's just like where are the points coming from? Where yeah. are they going to be gaining any of these yards? Because <laughs> I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater's arm right now. I don't no. trust his health right now. Well, that's the other part too. Is you know Drew Law came in to finish that game or finish the game? I think he played three quarters of the game. Um. And, it, man, Teddy Bridgewater is not a good quarterback, but you know who's definitely not a good quarterback? Drew Locke. Holy God. The difference is, like, monumental. And we're ragging on Teddy Bridgewater, which we should, by the way. But it's, it's oh, my God, is Drew Locke bad? 
Yeah, I just think that, you know, there's a lot of teams that are kind of jumbled in there in the middle of the AFC right now. And Denver is one of them for sure. Don't get me wrong. But KC is the cream of the crop and they're finally showing that they are the cream of the crop. And I think you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you see the Denver Broncos team just not able to show up on Sunday night. That's my pick. Yep. Again, I'm always wrong, but <laughs> we'll see. Well, also, we, we didn't even talk about the Andy Reid off the bye thing, which is always like a legendary thing. And, you know, Casey, you got a gut right week and everyone can be, you know, healthy again. I, I I see the 10. I am not touching that this week. The 10 scares the hell out of me, but but I don't blame you because that's how do you not go with Casey at this point, right? So there you go. All right, so for my safe pick of the week, the safest places to be. By the way, I just want to remind everyone, my square pick of the week last week was Philadelphia. And boy, was that the squares pick. They looked so bad. They looked so bad against the Giants, trying to lose that game. Like, even to the point that they gave you hope. I had to watch so much of that stupid-ass game where they drive at the end and even almost win any drops in the end zone. You're like, yep, I deserve this. This sucks. Okay, so just remind you what my last week's was. So now my square pick of the week is, of course... We're going to go to the hallowed halls of Fort Field in Detroit and take the Minnesota Vikings, minus seven, because that's what you do when you take a safe pick. You take who's playing Detroit. Also, Minnesota, the offense looks really good, even without Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison uh, has looked okay. So minus seven isn't that much for a team that could put up a lot of points. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've seen what Alexander Madison can do when Dalvin Cook is out and mm-hmm. he can run circles. He, I, I, am, I do not worry about Minnesota's offense missing Dalvin Cook yeah. just because Madison can step in there and Adam Thielen, what a resurgence of Adam Thielen this year. We know how good Justin Jefferson is, but Adam Thielen is surprised the hell out of me. I thought his career was going the absolute opposite direction mm-hmm. after last year. And you know what? That aerial attack is good, 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 and it's Detroit. So, uh, um, it's Exactly. Double whammy there. So Minnesota needing a win, minus seven. So there's go. My safe pick of the week. Where are you doing with your spicy pick of the week? So it's funny because every time I do something emotional, I lose. Every time I pick against Tom Brady, I lose. Every time I pick against the Patriots, I lose. Have I learned anything, Andrew? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so I'm going right back Monday Night Football and taking your Buffalo Bills uh, minus yeah. two and a half against the New England Patriots because I will cement the fact that New England is not who we think they are. They I, are not. I just don't yeah. understand how people are calling them to win the AFC. I don't see it. I like the system. I mean, you know, you can't argue with Bill Belichick and, and what he does to game plan an mm-hmm. offense, game plan a defense. However, Buffalo is a different kind of monster. Going into Buffalo is a different yeah. kind of monster. Going into Buffalo for the first time since they were brutally murdered by the Colts, that fan base yep. is going to be angry. Yep. And it's the Patriots. They're going to be angry. Buffalo comes out with a win. I guarantee it. Oh, there we go. Well, you're going to hear me make maybe a very similar pick later in the show, but I agree with you. New England beats bad teams, and they have not played very well against good teams. And Buffalo, I think, by most metrics, is a good team at this point. Losing Tredavious White is a huge injury. Like, huge. He's the second best player on the team. That sucks. But I think the offense has not looked good that this year. The defense has been holding them down. And so games like the Colts game, when they get blown out, you're like, yeah, but they still only scored seven points. So what do you want to do here? I think Buffalo can you know, the offense will get back and right. So I think you'll hear me talk about uh, this a little bit later. And I think we're going to maybe, maybe agree. All right. So for me, my spicy pick of the week, I'm going to go back to, 
I'm holding all the original shares. I am the mayor of the island. Miami Dolphins, minus four and a half. Everybody come grovel towards me. The Giants suck. We They sucked last week. The Eagles tried to give them the game away so many different times, and they still won. Amazing. With only 10 points. Miami Dolphins are playing well. Tua is a winning quarterback, 10 and 6 in his whole career, and the Giants suck, and they're at home. Minus four and a half. Let's absolutely do this. Hey, you know what? I'll eat it. I will eat it because I've been down on the Dolphins all yep. year long. Um, they've won four in a row. Yep. They have four and one in the last five. I'm, I'm, you got to give that to them at least. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are at home against the Mike Glennon-led yep. Yep. New York Giants makes me think <laughs> that this is an easy one because Miami's strength is their defense mm-hmm. and Mike Glennon's strength is nothing. Yep. So... <laughs> I think that's an easy pick there. And, yeah, the offense is clicking. Jalen Waddle. oh, my oh goodness, my what a day he had. I, I'm eating my words with Tua. He is impressing me. Yeah, yeah. I will slow my roll there. But, yeah, I like the pick. <laughs> uh, there we go. I, I just – Brian Flores, too. Like, the, the hallmark of this this team is is the defense. And and it, the defense played terrible most of the year. But then I think he realized, he's like, man, I think I'm going to get fired. And has just now started blitzing on, like, 70% of every possession. Guess what Mike Glennon won't be good at? Like, a bunch of guys running at him all that time. That weird long neck of his is not going to be able to look over the <laughs> offensive line with all those guys blitzing him. Let's take the Miami Dolphins. I I, I love this one. I You know, it, the two of things. I think it's going to be a longer conversation because they're putting them in a structure that they can succeed in. But like, even with that record and you know, the amount of time I've talked about on this podcast alone, but like last year he's playing with who, who were his receivers this year, the worst offensive line of football. And they're still pulling games out. I, 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 I really like this four and a half. I thought it'd be a little bit higher. So let's go four and a half. There we go. Spicy pick of the week. Yeah, I mean, take it now before everyone realizes that Mike Lennon's playing and jumps <laughs> yeah. like seven and a half. Exactly, exactly. Panzerati Prince, thank you so much for coming on, and we hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Oh, God, I'll try. You take it easy. Joining us next is Charlie Chalk, the most the most successful guest we have on here. I, I just want I just want to remind everyone of that. Charlie, do you know that you're the most successful guest we have on here? Andrew, it must be special to be number one. But I, when you got two, three people, maybe three, I feel really good, even though I'm a loser the last two weeks. I can't deal with this. Amazing. Well, you know what? We're going to get back on your winning ways. And where are we going to start with your lock of the week? Where is your well, first I, pick going to come I from? feel we can, too. Okay. But okay. you know what? Got a bit of chalk. It's mm-hmm. a crappy, crappy card this yeah, week. It is. But, you know, what? let's just start off with an underdog. Whoa. Big and deal. I am going to go with the New York Jets. Wow. Plus six and a half against those Philadelphia Eagles who really are a disappointing team. Yeah. They rumor has it hurts isn't going to play and that might be good, but then they got to buy week. So him not playing and all of a sudden this Minshew or Minshaw yeah, is coming in as a great backup. Well, if he's a great backup to hurts, he can't be that good anyway. So <laughs> you know what? The Jets are, I don't know if they're playing for anything. I doubt it, but, um, I think they are believing in themselves, and um, I, I think they can cover, and um, I'm going to take them in the six and a half points. I love that. You know, it's so funny because we both had Philadelphia last week, and and I, so God help me, I had to watch a lot of the Eagles-Giants game last week, and I couldn't believe how bad both teams played. Like, Philadelphia just wanted to lose that game so badly, lose <laughs> us a bunch of money, and boy, were they good at it. Two losers can't score points. Well, and this, hopefully this is a bit different. Jets can score. Yep. So 
Uh, yes, my first pick will be the there New York Jets. There you go, Jets. six and a half points. Love it. Okay, so for my first pick of the week, I'm going to be taking the Raiders against Washington, minus two and a half under the field goal. A lot of lines this week under two and a half. A lot of lines within the point scoring. Uh, the Raiders are kind of not bad, and and Washington has a couple of wins now. And, you know, the Tampa Bay win, great, awesome. Seemed to play Tampa Bay really well based on the wild card last year and then this year. But, the, you know, the teams otherwise that they've beaten are not very good. Seattle's garbage. You know, like, so I really don't think Raiders are trying to make the playoffs. So I don't think they're going to take it lightly. And under one score, let's do it. Let's go with the Raiders minus two and a half uh, at home. Okay. okay. Good luck, Las Vegas. Yeah, thanks very much. Yes. Appreciate it. Okay, awesome. Where are you going with your second game? Okay, my second pick is going to be a team that I dislike. But I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins. Ah, there we are. It's, you know, it, it just Welcome seems back. like Tua can play well against some crappy teams, and he gets some great numbers, even though mm -hmm. he can't throw very far. Um, again, uh, the quarterback for the Giants is going to be this Glennon guy. Mike Glennon. Um, yes. And, I, you know, Giants weren't good when they <laughs> – Yeah, Daniel Jones. You know, now yeah. they got a guy that can't even pronounce his name. So he's no good. <laughs> Miami three, they seem like they're playing for the coach. Now I think they've now basically decided that um, two is going to be their quarterback. Um, and I think they believe in him. They got the, what's his name? Uh, Waddle in there. Yeah, is catching Jer tons Waddle's of balls. Amazing. Yeah. And he's um, that's a really go-to guy for him. And um, it's only three points and uh, three points again, I think, and I hate to say this, Miami's, playing a lot better ball than they did start, but that wasn't hard to do. Oh, so Charlie. I'm going to take Miami and uh, against a terrible, terrible New York Giants team. <laughs> Charlie, you're, you're back on the good side here. Now everyone's coming back to Miami Island where I've been. I've had, I've had the original stocks had the original IPO of, of Tua. And now everyone's like, Oh, you know what? Maybe Tua's not so bad. Oh, maybe he's only been 10 and six in his first 16 games. Oh, this is terrible. Welcome back. Let's make oh. some money on Miami. Okay. Oh yeah, you like that. There's nothing like betting a crappy team when they're down. Now they're moving. You realize that you <laughs> jump right in when you have to. Oh, there we go. Okay, good. Welcome to the dark side. I took Miami earlier, so there we go. My second pick of the game. My second pick of the day is going to be the San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half against Seattle. Didn't I just bring this up? Isn't Seattle bad? They're really bad. And yeah. Seattle is surging. I'm Seattle. And San Francisco is surging right now. They they, they are they're playing so so well. <clears throat> Give me one second. Sorry, my voice. <clears throat> and they're playing so well right now. They're running the ball like crazy. Their defense is playing well. <clears throat> Jesus, Andrew. <clears throat> Let me just try that again. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm all ears. Okay. With my second pick of today, I'm going to be taking the San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half against Seattle. Didn't we just talk about this? Seattle is garbage. They're playing terribly. And I start, and you're going to start to see like, maybe Russell Wilson gets shut down for the year. Maybe, you know, like you're just not, this team is really bad. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league and they don't even have their first round pick this year. Oof, terrible. San Francisco is pointing the wrong direction. San Francisco is pointing the right direction. They're running the ball really well. They're getting healthy on defense. Only three and a half points. They just... Is, is San Francisco better than Washington? Yes. Seattle just lost to Washington. Well, then what are we doing here? Three and a half points. Let's go with San Francisco. I think that's a, that was an easy one. I didn't even want to embarrass you with that one. <laughs> so, But I agree. Seattle's just running out the string. They don't know if the Wilson wants to stay, if Carroll's going to be the coach. And three and a half points. San Fran's playing for something. Yep. I think it's a. It, it, I think that is one of the easier locks of the week. Well, but we you know what? I'll give it to you guys because I go for more difficult ones. Oh. I read into it a little harder. Sorry, yeah, right. And I look for chalk, chalk, <laughs> not much, but chalk. So my last one, mm -hmm. I'm going to take the lock, okay. and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. Minus three 
against the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are glitzy, glitzy, and they all think they're great with the quarterback. And But you know what? Mixon's come on very well for Cincinnati. L.A. Chargers are dead last in rushing defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, two and four yeah. in the last six games. Doesn't look very good. Cincinnati against the Chargers. I hate to give you stats because you know what? It doesn't mean a lot, but mm. they're six and two against the spread against L.A. Oh. I think Cincinnati minus three. No, they can now win their division. Um, Burroughs is as hot as there is out there. Yeah. Yeah. This game is a lot. Yeah, I, I, I love this game because I, I agree with you. And I think it's the biggest side is that Joe Mixon is playing really, really well. And the Chargers cannot stop the run. Well, there you go. Isn't it simple as that sometimes? Good. Like, I, I just, I, I don't really see this any other way. I love that Cincinnati minus three too. So there you go. My third pick of the week. You know, it's my last pick of the show, and you know I have to go here. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half at home against the New England Patriots Ooh, on Monday Night Football. Gonna... I, the, the New England thing is... You could see both sides. New England's playing really well with their rookie quarterback, and their defense is playing super well. But the biggest thing is their wins are most, 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 most against really bad teams. They're losing to good teams. They're beating bad teams. The only one that you can make a, you know an interesting argument about was Cleveland. But at the time, it felt like that was a big win. But now you look back and you're like, I don't even know how good Cleveland is anymore. So... Buffalo is good, and they love playing that kind of underdog game, and now New England coming in looking like the dominant champion. Uh, I think this is a good game for Buffalo. Once again, under three points. The defense is very good. Even losing Tredavious White is a huge deal, but I think the defense is very, very good. So let's go with the Bills. Minus two and a half at home on Monday Night Football. Andrew, it should be a good game anyways. uh, Probably one of the best games of the year. Mm -hmm. I I do hope Buffalo uh, can really make a game of this because if they do – it's just going to be a good game. That's all there is to it. So um, let it happen. Uh, you know, you get when you. We'll just see. Monday night's going to be a great game. Go Buffalo, go! Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Charlie Chuck, and we hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Ah, you got it. Have a great weekend too. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please subscribe, follow, do whatever you need to do wherever you enjoy this podcast? Plus, you can go to at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram on TikTok, where you can find our picks, free daily picks. We make free daily picks over there. So in between the podcasts, you can stay with us. But thank you so much for listening. We hope you have fun losing money this weekend. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by... Sad Styles Productions. Get